If you think you've heard everything about the Bible, think again. Introducing the podcast that will unravel essential matters of faith, eye-opening episodes that will answer all your spiritual questions and surely shine a light in your search for the truth. Welcome to the Candid Spirit Podcast with George. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode three of the Candid Spirit Podcast. So... I decided to do something relatively different on this episode. I took some time to go through the insights and figured out that 85% of our listeners are aged 20 to 25. So I reached out to some awesome individuals and got some advice for people in their 20s. Enjoy. So when I talk about your 20s, that is the time for you to figure out your life, what you want, what your goals are, the money that you want to make, and know that the decisions that you make in your 20s over 40 years will determine whether you're ultimately rich or poor. You got to set goals. Because if you don't have goals, you're set up for a mediocre life versus an exceptional life. And I'm like, okay, what kind of goals should I set? So I started saying, okay, well, like, what do I really want? Check out what I decided. My first goal was to own 20 homes because my mentor taught me that if I had 20 single family homes, and if they each had a $500 leftover cash flow every month, that I would have an extra $10,000 a month. And I decided that if I had $10,000 a month, that I could, number two, drive a BMW. That was like super important to me. My dad's from Germany. BMWs are like built in Germany. And I wanted the ultimate driving machine. I wanted to move into my dream home. I did not want to wait 30 years. I wanted to have it all now. Why not in your 20s versus your 80s? And then finally, I wanted to travel four times a year. I wanted every three months to go somewhere in the world so that I could look back on my life and say, I went places. Above all, my mentors stressed that it wasn't important to understand how I was gonna achieve the goal. They said, Chris, in life, you need to know what you want and eventually the how will manifest for those that are truly convicted by their desires. Number two, make risk your friend. And I thought, why is that important to do in your 20s? And that's because they taught me we get risk backwards. We've inverted it. Um, you might have parents or someone else that taught you, oh my gosh, you should be conservative. You shouldn't take big risks. You should save. And I'm like, I swear, that is like coming out of the Great Depression from like 100 you know, years ago where people are like in such a fear-based, scarce mindset. So we don't have enough rice for you, kid. If you follow Dave Ramsey and everyone else's financial advice to be like really risk averse, that means you're only gonna earn single digit returns on your money. And single digits over 40 years will allow you to double your money like twice, which means you're not gonna have enough money. And it turns out that the people that are the most risk averse are guaranteed to experience the highest degree of financial failure. They'll have some money stashed away for a rainy day, but they won't have enough for 30 or 40 years to sustain themselves after they run out of money. Sucks. So here's what they taught me. They said risk has a relationship with reward. And if you and I were sitting down at like lunch and we were like making a game plan on the napkin, I would be drawing out all sorts of really cool graphics that essentially say this, the more you risk, the more reward you can get. Now you shouldn't take dumb risks. You should be looking for intelligent risks. You should be looking for risks that almost have a guaranteed payoff if you stay in the game. And the rest of the advice that I'm gonna give you is technically a higher risk set of advice, but guess what? It creates the kind of payoff where you can live a much better financial life than if you listen to Dave Ramsey. Stupid.
stupid. Or maybe your parents' advice on don't take risks. And I'm like, why? You want me to guarantee fail? We are certainly living in a super uncertain world. Look at the crazy year we just came out of. But if I were your mentor right now, I would tell you that the third piece of advice, go buy a house, especially because of what's happening in the market for the next five years. Single family real estate bought outside the cities is like the hottest thing. On my properties, I'm earning right now 25 to 30% annual ROI. That means that I double my money every three or four years. Can you imagine how amazing that is? So whatever age you're at, if you own a house like, and you're with a sweetheart, ask them, hey, can we go buy another house? Can we put 3%, a super tiny amount of money down and buy a house? Don't have a house? Go buy a house. Or in other words, buy a house. Now, why am I advising that? Society's gonna tell you to do all sorts of stupid things. Put money away in a 401k, an IRA, a savings account. It won't grow or do anything. But in 10 years, when you look at what you are worth because you bought that house, it's probably gonna be 100,000 or $200,000. And you know what I can do with a couple hundred grand? I can go buy five homes. That means that I can multiply what is working and I can make more money. That all starts with you now going and buying a house. Believe it or not, a lot of people think that buying a house is risky. If you think that's risky, then you're gonna think number four is probably super risky. In fact, you're never gonna guess what number four is. It's buy another house. <laughs> another! I'm not kidding you. I mean, listen, your biggest regret in 10 years, you're gonna look at how much money you made on that stupid house and you're gonna say, dang it, how come I didn't buy five more? And if you do that, you might find yourself doing what I did, buying 20 homes and basically building wealth 20 times faster. All right, the fifth, the fifth piece of advice, ugh, go rob a bank. If you rob a bank, you're gonna make a lot of money really fast, but the secret is in the getaway. Nah, I'm just kidding. No, it's something though that can be almost just as practical. It's called get a side hustle. Like, go find an extra way to make some extra cash. I'll be 55 in June. My advice to women in their 20s is to choose you. Choose your love, choose your life, choose your hope, choose your dreams. Always choose you. Make a plan. Look at what you're interested in. Get disciplined about something. Allow for the possibility that you have something important to contribute to the world and that the world would be a lesser place without that contribution. Don't be afraid of taking on responsibility. You're so... It's where you find what sustains you in your life. You can take on too much responsibility. You, you have to be cautious in that regard, but that's a less common problem than not taking on enough. A lot of the things that people regard as traps are actually the means to their life. You know, often young people are afraid of commitment, for example, in the context of a romantic relationship and because they feel that that's going to interfere with their pursuit of something more valuable. But that's just not the case. It's you're not going to find something more valuable in your life than a committed relationship with someone that you love that sustains itself across time. That's life. And there may be people for whom avoiding that is the better route, but those people are very rare and you need a real reason to assume that you're one of those people. And hopefully for you, you're not. So don't be afraid of that or be afraid of it, but don't let that stop you from, from pursuing it. First of all, bro, you're afraid of what everybody thinks of you. Every time you take a step outside of your dorm room, 
You walk to class, you're afraid what people on the sidewalk are thinking about you. You sit down in class, you're worried, what does that cute girl over there think about me? And it's holding you back. It's like you've built this, this cage for yourself where you only do the things that you're comfortable with. You go to class, you play basketball, you play video games, you get drunk or get high and go out with your friends, and that's all you'll do. And look, there's nothing wrong with enjoying the comforts of life. But I know that you're so, you're capable of so much more than this because I'm from the future. And I also know that you don't break out of this, this comfort zone until you're about 24 years old. You finally move into your first apartment. You're there alone, away from the influences of your friends and family members. And you finally have to sit there and contemplate all the things that you've been avoiding. And that's when everything changes for you. You start to force yourself to approach girls, even though it's scary and you get rejected. You start experimenting with a bunch of different careers and you start your own business, but it only happens after this moment. So my main message for you is please don't wait four years for this to happen. That's four years, not that you've wasted, but four years that you haven't lived up to your potential and you can make it happen right now. You know, I am you and I know that you have so much untapped potential, but you're only going to realize it when you get out of your own way and start doing things that you don't think you can do. When you see that cute girl alone in the dining hall, go talk to her. It might be embarrassing, but go talk to her bro when you're at the frat party and that kid cutty jam comes on that you love rather than sitting in the corner and kind of bobbing your head like this go on the dance floor and start busting out some moves even if it's embarrassing who cares express yourself for all you 20 somethings out there that think you're supposed to have everything figured out already what career by 20 something married by 20 something first kid by 20 something no one expects you to have all that figured out yet it's okay if you if you don't. If you do, great, more power to you, but take your time, it's okay. Most people don't have it figured out in their 20s yet. What, what you really need to do is, is to, have, to have a wonderful career and a wonderful life is to figure out you know, what, what your purpose is and focus it outside of yourself. So I have a very simple uh, purpose, which is to be useful. That's it, I just wanna be useful. And whenever I focus there, things are good. Before I, you know, come in, I, I think about what can I do and, and, mm. uh, and you know, extract whatever power I can from the universe to be useful <laughs> to this audience or whatever the case may be. Right. And that, everything takes care of itself after that. Yeah. You have the stamina to do it now. When you get into your 30s, that stamina will drop. And you will still travel. You will still go out. It's not as much as you do in your 20s. You may have heard that a lot of times the ego is the enemy. And I'm here to tell you that the ego is an enemy when it keeps you closed minded. And the ego is an enemy when it tries to make you appear like you got your shit together. No one in their 20s got their shit together. Just going to tell you that straight. I don't got my shit together. No one in their 20s got their stuff together. You need to stay curious. And you need to be okay and admit that you're wrong. And what I see a lot of guys doing is that... What you're, and this is going to be a shortcut, man. This is going to get you ahead. When you're in your early 20s or even wherever you are, stop acting like you know everything. Stop acting like you hear something on YouTube and then you just regurgitate it. You repeat it. Stop acting like you're too good to ask for help. Okay? That will keep you small. It'll keep you bitter. You'll, you, you'll be, uh, if you think you know everything and you're trying to keep your image cool, you'll become more of a consumer. Why? Because you want to reinforce your image. You want to look cool. You want to look high status. Admit to yourself when you're young, 20s, you are low status. There's no way you got all your stuff together. You're just low status.
So stop trying to appear high status. If you're if you have troubles with girls in the beginning, don't get angry and bitter towards girls. Girls are just like normal human beings. They're just like me and you, man. And the way that you talk to them is like a normal human being. Like if we were to talk on the phone, hey bro, what's up? How you doing? Good to see you. Good to hear from you. You know, so we gotta get real with ourselves and stop acting like we have all this control. Especially in the work environment. Here's a here's the thing. In the work environment, stop trying to act like you know everything in the work environment. Be okay with asking for help. Be a student. Be a scholar of life, man. Keep learning. Be humble. A lot of us have got to be humble. And that will change your life. I know that it's really important to create goals for yourself, to have a plan for your future, to have vision, and then to do everything in alignment to that. But when I tell you that nothing in my life has planned out the way that I thought it would, but that everything has worked together for my good, and even though I don't see the purpose in everything, I know that it is a part of God's plan, trust that. All of God's promises are going to happen for you. It may not be in the way you thought. It might not be at the time you thought, but it'll happen. So trust the process. As billionaire investor Warren Buffett once said, chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. And maybe that's how you feel, like you're being weighed down by this version of you that you've been pretending to be or had to be because of life. Imagine your life was an empty jar. If you're filling that jar with ideas and beliefs that are not yours, you're living a life that isn't yours. The first type of filler we put in our lives that blocks us from knowing ourselves is other people's opinions. So many of us are in constant disconnect with ourselves because we're always validating or verifying others' opinions of us. So, what do you think? We let others' ideas and beliefs define how we feel instead of being guided by our own values. Following others' opinions blindly can quickly get us lost. Before I decided to become a monk, I was training to be an investment banker or work in business. When I stopped to look at why I was chasing this career that I wasn't really interested in, I realized I was following my community's definition of success and not my own. This isn't me. Step back and ask yourself, why am I doing this? Is it because it's what you truly want? Or is it because it's society's or someone else's opinion of what you should do or want? When you take a step back and identify all of these standards and expectations you have for yourself, how in the world can you manage others' expectations on top of it? I have no idea. Instead, stay focused on your own expectations of yourself the ones that are in line with your values and that take you closer to your goals and put those in your jar. The third type of filler is obligations. What are all of your obligations? Again, sit down and make a list. Having it on paper makes a big difference. You probably have bills to pay, a job to go to, maybe you volunteer somewhere. Whatever they are, list out 10 obligations in your life. Next to each one, note what that obligation gives you than what it takes away from you. But if the obligation takes more than it gives, or if what it takes isn't worth it, it's time to exit or evolve that obligation. I'm out of here. Get rid of the filler or change it into something beautiful that serves you. When we learn how to get rid of the filler in our lives, other people's negative opinions, expectations, and obligations, we start to identify what it is we want to fill our lives with, and then we are free to create something truly beautiful and all our own. That's it for this episode. If you found this episode valuable, be sure to leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Store. Remember, always be yourself and chase your dreams like your life depends on it. I remain your humble host and I'm out. Peace.